<laughs> Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for anybody who listens to this show with the guests that I bring on for you to get the advice that they have that they are living their life with. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is a Peabody and Golden Globe award-winning writer, director, and producer. He is on the show today to discuss his new Netflix original film, Uncorked where he is the writer and director. We'll also be talking about HBO's Insecure, where he is the showrunner and executive producer. By the way, Insecure was renewed for a fifth season. The fourth season finale uh, of Insecure will air in the middle of June. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Prentice Penny. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. So uh, I'm going to tell you something, Mr. Penny. I'm going to say Mr. Penny because I saw your movie twice in one day. So it's not often in my life that I can say I saw the same movie from beginning to the end. And we're talking about Uncorked as on Netflix twice in one day. So um, <laughs> thank you. that's a compliment, man, because of the fact that, um, you know, first of all, we had some people in there that I really loved to death, Niecy, Niecy Nash and Courtney Vance. Uh, and so talk about, but before I get in and start just complimenting all about the movie, tell us about Uncork, the premise and how, how you developed it. Yeah, I mean, it really started from a place of, you know, I wanted to make sure I wanted to write uh, and direct a movie and I wanted to, to you know, obviously it's like I, I wanted to find something that felt kind of personal that I could sort of, um, you know, find my voice out as a right. screenwriter when you write a television. You know, you're often writing in other people's voices. And so I wanted to find mine. And I felt like I was a big, I love father-son dynamic stories. And I, but I also felt like with black fathers and son stories, usually the, the, the spine of why the father and the son have conflict is because the father was absent. And that just wasn't my experience and like a lot of friends of mine experiences. And so I wanted to see, you know, I thought like white people get to sort of have an experience in the father-son movies where they get to kind of be basic. Like if you think about Good Will Hunting or Manchester by the Sea, you know, they, they, they you just get to be kind of regular. And I thought mm-hmm. like in, the, in being basic and regular is where you find your humanity. And so I wanted to see black men just be regular, not be, you know, not about our pain or our trauma. It's just a sort of like, this is what life is like kind of on an everyday basis uh, for this family. And so that's sort of what drew me into, uh, like, wanting to tell that kind of a story. Right. Now, here's the thing. Now, I'm watching the movie, enjoying it, laughing. It's kind of like almost like a dramedy to me. It's comedy with a nice little blend of yep. comedy stretched out through a dramatic movie with a lot of emotional valleys. It's a romantic story. It's a family story. It's a coming of age story. So it had a lot of, a lot of descriptive moments in the movie that I enjoyed. And, but the detail, that's what really uh, took me back. The detail of what was, uh, of what he was trying to accomplish, the lead actor was trying to accomplish. Talk about that. Is that something personal or, where did the detail come from? Yeah, I mean, in my real life, the the the, the sort of jumping off point for the family was real. Like my my grandfather started a furniture store in Compton in the fifties, 
Mm-hmm. Um, when my grandfather had a stroke and couldn't run it full time, my father would happen to be a college time. My father dropped out of college, kind of no questions asked, and took over the business. And I was the next son in line to do that. And I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to be a writer and do other things. And so, again, I wanted to talk about again like that that angle. And so I knew when I wanted when I was writing the story that I wanted one part of the family's business to be a family business to be sort of more blue collar. Um, and so that's sort of how I got to barbecue and I knew I wanted the son to do something that was a little bit more elevated, more creative in the way that I was doing something. And I just felt writing would be kind of visually not really that interesting. Um, and I took a trip to Paris for a cousin's wedding, like a mm-hmm. destination wedding. And I didn't even drink wine at the time. And, but I was like, if I'm ever going to like wine, it kind of has to happen here. You know, it's like, if you go to New Orleans and don't like gumbo in New Orleans, you just, maybe just don't like gumbo. Right. So I was like, Paris is the spot for wine. And so if I don't like it here. And so I took a class and the guy made it really easy to understand wine and what I was drinking. And uh, I said, Oh, like this should maybe be what the sun should want to do. This is kind of cool. And that's really how I stumbled into that um, arena. And, and I was watching documentaries and movies about songs and things like that. And it just became, and then obviously as you think about it, you're like food and wine are natural right. pairings and the way that the father obsesses about the wood is the same way that people obsess about the grapes. And there became obviously very, um, you know, things that became connectors in the movie um, once, but that's sort of how I, I found the world of wine. Well, you know, the, I'm talking to the writer, director, and producer of a, uh, the, I won't say hot new movie that's on Netflix. I know we all uh, <laughs> in, in these pandemic times. I'm gonna say hot because I watched it twice. I would let it see. See, you just can't. You know, I I I I really love the movie because my wife she's a connoisseur of wines. Okay, so okay. when I when I watched the movie at my office, I went, man, the the detail. You know, because he wanted to be a wine sommelier, right? And um, yep, yep. And, and so that was his goal. His dad was, uh, yep. like you said, uh, his father was a barbecue owner. He dropped out of school to be to take over the business, even though he wanted to be a teacher. And then all of a sudden that he didn't want to do it just like you in real life. You didn't want to do the furniture store. He wanted to be a he wanted to be a yep. connoisseur of wines. He wanted to be. A, and like I said, it's a, it's a very exclusive club to be able to accomplish that task. And so, so if I watch exactly. it, so I went, so I came home, I said, I said, baby, uh, I want you to watch this movie because the detail in this movie about this wine, cause I don't drink wine. And so I, and so she, went, okay. so, so, I, so, you know, but, I, but I'm, I'm just amazed at the detail. And so I'm going, and we, we're not right, even talking right. about the, uh, the, how you were setting up the barbecue and chopping it up. Uh, that, that whole world, cause that's my world right there. When you talk about Memphis, you, I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm a Texas boy grew up my, my nephew he's one of the best yeah, barbecue you know. people yeah he one of the best barbecue people in houston texas he got a little side stand recognized he was on kelly clarkson for barbecuing so i know about barbecue and so when i'm watching the detail oh, wow, of the okay. barbecue yeah. and then i'm watching the detail on the wine i'm going like who is this guy you know i said wow the detail so let's talk about <laughs> your attention to detail mr penny I'm just, i I gotta give you respect mr penny you mr penny on this show okay <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that i appreciate that i'm gonna call you mr mcdonald okay yeah i mean yeah you know I mean, we just, we, we, like, we just keep it like that. And, uh, but no, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I work, I've, you know, on my other sh- show from Insecure, like I've worked with a lot of amazing directors. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you learn a lot from, you know, you say, okay, oh, like you, you know, you just learn a lot from people who, uh, just by how they work. And so that was one thing that I felt like the movie had to be a super spot on about. Right. It was just like, 
So, like, you know, Memphis is one of the, I equate to like the Mount Rushmore cities with barbecue, right? So you got there, or certainly you have Texas barbecue, you have, mm-hmm. you know, North Carolina barbecue, on, you though. have Memphis barbecue, and you have kind of, you know, St. Louis, Kansas City barbecue. There you Those go. Those kind of like the four. You're for real. You're, you're you talking know, for real of, now. Of barbecue, you know what I'm saying? Princess, you talking so for real. So I knew real. that the barbecue had to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's real, right? And so, uh, so I knew, because the, obviously in the movie, the, the barbecue has to be so serious because, it's the dad's place is a premium on like how important the family business is. So it's not just like you doing barbecue in LA. It's like you doing barbecue in a place where like that's it's everything for us, and it's it it, it takes care of our family. It, it's mm-hmm. more than just the barbecue, right? And so, um, so to me that that just had to be official. And so we enlisted a lot of Memphis barbecue uh, places that are uh, especially black family places, like a place called Cozy Corner, right? Um, you know, barbecue shop and places that, uh, and we hired. A lot of the background actors that actually have lines all worked in barbecue spots. And so, cause I needed them to know what they were doing versus like having kind of extras coming in, not really knowing what they were doing. They had right. to look like they knew what they were That's doing. Right. That was That's important right. that all the background people know what they were doing. And so that was great. And then conversely in the wine world, like we had one of our um, actors who plays one of the black psalm teachers is is uh, an amazing black psalm named D. Lynn, who is also a part of the inspiration for the movie too. Mm-hmm. And and so obviously to have him read the script and and really be teaching me as I was writing the script about wine and things like that. And, and obviously on set we had another wine person named Ryan Radish who was like our on set person, like our day to day, to make sure everything worked and make sure everything looked a hundred percent official in terms of how they hold the glass, how they you know, smell, how they taste and how they, how they do everything, you know, with so again, that level of detail, because if you don't believe it, then you're just not, not going to be into the movie. And, 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 the, and the funny part about it is that you used, uh, and I'm, this is a good word, a, a comedic word. You used ignorance to be funny. Like for instance, when he was saying he wanted to be a Somalia and they go, you want to be, you want to go to Somalia? You know, it's, it's just like, and he goes, I ain't said nothing about Africa. You know, it was like, it was like <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, it was it, your your humor, your writing style, man, is is dead on. But again, you got to have the talent to be able to pull that off. And your casting, yeah, was but we dead had a great on, cast was dead on, man, dead on. I, 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 I would know. I, I won't tell the movie, but the Nisi Nash relationship, uh, just coming out there, just just Nisi is just brilliant, and uh, and then uh, awesome. Courtney Vance, his role as uh, yeah, as a dad man that uh, he if any black man is over forty, you that's your dad. That's that Courtney Vance is your dad. Yeah, yeah. He, he was your dad, and so I I, I was looking at my dad. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the statement he was come out by racism, about anything. It was just irreverent, but it was just about the whole process. And then the son, and I I, I want you to say his name because I messed it up. The lead guy who who really carried this role throughout and really so sold me on the fact that it could actually happen for this young man and but it's a journey so I just we're talking about the movie Uncorked and I just wanted to compliment you on the ability to put a dynamic family story wrap it around a romantic story and then with a seed of trying to find himself and seek an opportunity along the way that he doubted himself that he kind of believed in himself then he doubted himself. In the end, he made a decision that this is what I want to do. That's that's fantastic, yeah. man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Victoria Thomas, who um, casts, you know, everything from, you know, our show to, 
to Queen and Slim to all the Tarantino's movies and, and Victoria is such an amazing casting um like director that she was the one that like you know like suggested like she's the one that suggested Courtney she's the one that found the girlfriend Sasha she's the one that found the cousin JT she's the one that was like oh Mama is gonna be great like she just helped put together um such amazing talent for me and uh and obviously, they all just delivered. I mean, they were just all so great. Now, see, I got a peek that this movie was coming down the line because I had a, a young mentor, a young man I mentored when he was an actor way back in the day when he was trying to act on his sister's sister. His name was Datari Turner. And um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came on my show, man. He told me about the movie. He said, Rashawn, when it comes out, it's going to mess you up. It's really good movie. And, and he says, this is the type of movie he wants to be involved to tell a good story, great casting. And you guys did a wonderful job and, and uh, con con more blessings. I, I put, you know, put, I put this on my social media, put it in my newsletter, you know, just to, just to carry the brand of excellence. And again, Thank I'm you. recommending everybody, uh, to see this movie. I'm probably going to see it again because I'm a type of person. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'll sit down and tell you, you, I, I'll watch it again. Come on. I'll watch it again. That's how good it is. I'll watch it again. <laughs> you know, I'll take it. I'll Thank take it. I'll let's, take let, it. Let, let's go to the, uh, to the other series is just, you know, just got renewed, let you know some checks are coming. Mm -hmm. It's always good to know checks are coming. That's a beautiful thing. Insecure. Hey, you ain't never lied on that. Come on, that insecure. Come on, come on, brother. In the world, you know entertainment, man. You you can't buy a house wondering. I, I, I just rent. I just rent. <laughs> I, I, I lease. I lease. Cause this my they say got they say we got real. 10 episodes, but I'll wait and buy it in cash after That's the episodes real. have been finished. That's so real. Now the girls, man. They 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 mad at each other. They you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna talk to the show, but I'm not gonna give away the show. But th this has been a okay. dynamic season, man, for for the relationship of the of uh, Yvonne and Issa. Issa. So talk about the yeah. steps of oh you know because I got a feeling I know where it's going because I'm an old school writer. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so okay. so okay. when I saw her coming coming down that that line when the promos when she's on vacation, I go, I think I know where this is going. And uh, <laughs> but oh, okay, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested now. Yeah, okay, but you know, my, my, but but. You know, it's about relationship. I, I can think about, I, I, and I think it you're is. very gifted at that, you know, and being able to write characters that are very human and normal and make decisions. But this is what I'm complimenting you on. Um, Insecure is a very millennial type urban show. And then Uncork is a family drama. Language is not even close to the language in Insecure. Right. And you are naturally pulling that off. That's a gift, my friend. You know, I was a sitcom writer. I was talented. But believe me, my skills didn't even come close to yours. I, I can write a script, but you got a gift, man. And I'm not going to sit on this no, show and you. act like me being a sitcom writer and you being a sitcom writer that we were the same. You are your skill set uh, is a blessing. And I got and I get to see it every Sunday night on HBO. And I got to get to see it probably going to be a third time on Uncorked on Netflix. Talk about the whole process of being a showrunner, your staff, because I, we all know you don't do it by yourself and that amazing cast. No that you have with Insecure. Yeah, I mean, it really is a team effort. I mean, it really is a team effort. I mean, we've been, Issa and I have been super blessed to, you know, we've like mostly had the same writers from the from the first season. And so I think that brings like a level of, you know, people being super like familiar with how we want to tell the stories and, 
and the way to tell stories and what works and what doesn't work on our show, but still offering, you know, fresh new insight and fresh takes on it. Uh, and so I think that, and obviously we have an amazing cast between, you know, mm-hmm. Jay, Yvonne, Issa, of course, and, you know, Amanda Seals, you know, Natasha Rockwell. I mean, so many amazing, again, so much amazing talent that it just makes our job easier. I always say like when you first create a show, you know, the first, the hardest part of the beginning is like you sort of write the character as a suit. Right. And then, but it's kind of off the rack. And the longer the care, longer the actor sits in the character, you start tailoring the suit. Right. For the actor. So now the suit fits better because the, the actor's getting more comfortable with the character. You know, the writer's getting more comfortable with the character. You, then you get to get, get deeper into the character. Um, and, and, and can see like, like to nuance it. So it's been, honestly, it's been a blessing to be able to. You know, and, and you're absolutely right. That, those, so that first years. season of character development is, is, is rough because you don't really know the relationships. But when you're into this fourth, about to go into the fifth, you know, now you have the actors coming up to you and say something like that. I wouldn't say that. That's not my character. Yeah, and that's, that's real. <laughs> say, I, I, it is real. It is real. You, you know, know what I'm telling you the truth. You, they, yeah, 100%. They bought into what you've created, and then all of a sudden they want to yeah. keep it on course because of the fact that that's why the character is so yeah, natural, and that's why I buy into the anger that's happening between the two characters. And uh, and and it's going to build up to, a, a, I'm pretty sure, a tremendous season finale because of the fact that it's relatable. I, I, this is why I love it because it's on HBO. This is not on BET. It's nothing slam on BET. It's not on own. It's on HBO. We know that's a dominant right. white network that's being renewed. That means that the content that you're li- delivering is relatable to everybody. It's good quality content. And that's all you want as a, as a talent. You yeah. want to, you want, you want to, your, your information to be welcomed by everybody, not to be pigeonholed, you know, and that's brilliant. That's, uh, I, I've been blessed this season to see, uh, Cherish Today by Ava DuVernay. I've been blessed to see, yeah. to see your movie Uncorked. Uh, every Sunday night, I'm enjoying HBO's Insecure. Uh, my friend, uh, I just want to bring you on the show and say, Hey, brother, you're younger than me. I, I, I which is great. That means that, uh, you know, the, the Spike Lees in the world are getting up there. And I feel that our future in the directing and the writing and the producing business and the film and television is going to be all right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Well, if you, if you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Who? Yeah.